So welcome to the armbar addict. I swore. Who gives a shit? My mom's gonna listen to this and then she's gonna be like, "You're fucking swearing." She's gonna be like, "Allison." Anyways, <laughs> um, we might swear, we might not. This is uh, an adult-friendly podcast, uh, the Armbar Addict Podcast. We thought we'd introduce ourselves. We're still trying to figure out our or our intro, um, so that's where all that's coming from. If any of our fans out there uh, want to <laughs> make some music, um, we are yeah. super, super into that. Um, but I think the first thing that we might want to tackle is just talking about what this podcast uh, is for, like what our goals are for it, explaining uh, what we're probably going to be doing moving forward. So... Starting with that, let's, let me... Think and sink it, baby. Think, sink. <sighs> Mezcal's nice. Um, so our goal, at least title-wise and all that good stuff, we're going to start with the Armbardic podcast. And then moving forward, we're going to have Fire Ready Aim. So fire ready aim is in the spirit of being impulsive, being impulsive, doing things before you're like really ready for it. Yeah. Um, but that's that's been our style. That's <laughs> always been my style. Asking for forgiveness rather than permission. Um, learning by smacking my head on the wall a few times. I don't necessarily recommend it. But I completely understand it. Uh, Fire Ready Aim podcasts are geared more towards, you know, the business side of things, unsolicited advice. Um, Very unprofessional advice. Yeah, definitely don't take it seriously. Um, Yeah, things that aren't necessarily directly jujitsu related. Armbar Addict podcasts, we are either going to just nerd out on jujitsu for sure for the whole thing, or we will be uh, interviewing somebody that is in the jujitsu sphere, and we want to we want to learn their story, we want to get their input on things, all that good stuff. So that is our goal with Armbar Addict and or Fire Ready Aim, and the thumbnails, the titles should re- uh, reflect that, I think. This one will be Armbar Addict Fire Ready Aim Pilot. And today we just wanted to introduce ourselves, introduce the channel. Um, so yeah, let's talk about that. I don't know where to look. Look at the camera. <laughs> look at look at the fans. Where's where's the camera? <laughs> look at the fans. So that's an inside joke. Yes. That might just be the thumbnail for this episode. I think it's going to be. So I guess there's a story behind that same picture. Mm. Uh, On one of our first dates, we were off-roading and... Off-roading. Quote, unquote, right? I mean, it's an off-road trail for sure. Yeah. Um, Switzerland Trail, if you have never done any off-roading don't tell them our spot i know right oh my god uh if you've never done any kind of off-roading uh but you 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 could kind of do it if you have just like i don't know i think you probably get away with five inches of clearance four inches of clearance it's yo we saw that person that was like straight up in a camry pulled off on the side there like yeah. chilling looking at the stars like you can you can do it in any car. It's yeah. not off-roading. You can do it in a Prius. Yeah. There are some parts that like are some serious off-roading things um, <laughs> within the trail. But if you stay on the main trail, it's totally fine. It's an abandoned train track slash station. So when you go through, you're going to see some creepy things. You're going to see some cool things. Uh, anyways, we were on that trail. And on one of our first dates, one of our first pictures... We were super obsessed with the gracias lady face. We'll throw that picture up there. <laughs> Side story. Yeah. Um, so that's a meme. 
and we'll throw that up visually so you can see it and it's there and basically the picture is just it's a live photo so on the iPhone when you when you hold on to the the photo button you can see the little short video clip and I'm being super awkward as I am taking this first picture with our it's our first picture together right like literally our first picture together mm, one of them one of them yeah. that like we took it wasn't just like at the gym yeah but or one we, that we like because I've taken like, pictures take pic. of us yeah but uh I'm like looking at the camera and I'm like where's the camera so I'm making a face like this you can like hear me in the live video saying that and Eric's just making the gracious face like it's really cute so it's it's good yeah um that's our thumbnail (laughs) um again introducing ourselves my my name's eric (laughs) this is Allie. hey um we do jujitsu which is why this is called armbar addict and then fire ready aim is by our professor and our roommate who says fire ready aim about Eric all the time because he always does things without planning them out, without aiming, so to speak. So firing first and then aiming after. Um, but yeah, we met doing jujitsu. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. Uh, so we actually recently did our first podcast. Um, I, we were guests on a podcast. Some people just assumed we already had a podcast going. It was something that we've always wanted to do with Armbar Addict, just as like a side venture, something to get our name out there a little more for the company. Which, shout out to Off The Mats Podcast and Jake Dante at BJJ Wiki for the feature. He's been helping us out a lot, so if you know him. Yeah. Um and he like went on to ask me a little bit about like how and why I started. I don't think we got enough into why Allie started. Because And I think it's about time that you figure that out. <laughs> I don't really have a reason. I probably I don't know. It was like a blend of things. So I definitely saw it saw jujitsu happening at my middle school. But the teacher that was, like, you know how in middle school you always have, like, the teacher that teaches, like, English, and then they also coach soccer? So, at this place, I think he was, like, a history teacher or something. I don't know. But he was mad creepy. And he also coached jujitsu. And I was like, why are you going to wreck up the audio? Moving the stuff. That's because we're not, like, don't worry about it. So, he was super creepy. So, I was like, I'm not about to do jujitsu with this fool. So... I think I just played basketball instead. And then I was, I moved to Denver. And then my dad was like, yo, can you do something that's self-defense? And I was like, sure. So then I did Krav Maga. And Krav Maga is lame. Um, Sorry to anybody who's listening that does Krav Maga. But at least this place that I went to. Not sorry. (laughs) Because there's people at the gym who train Krav Maga. They do. They know it's a joke. They don't. Some people take it's it could be good. Like if it's taught properly and like not made like not done for like capitalist reasons, then Krav Maga could be good. It could be for certain self defense tactics. Sure. But the thing is in Denver there's a lot of women that are like in their forties and fifties that want to train Krav Maga and in order to keep them entertained, these gyms kind of make it more of like a what's it called? What's the thing that you do when you, like, dance and work out? Cardio kickboxing. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, at least the one that I went to, you were, like, inside, like, punching a bag to, like, terrible pop music from the 80s with, like, a bunch of ladies who were, like, I don't know, definitely moms, which is fine, but not for me. I wanted something that was more uh, exciting. Um, that's, that's, that's all I got into. What else do you want me to say? I don't know. Self-defense. Self-defense is key. So a little bit of self-defense, a little bit of your dad being a cop. (laughs) A cop from Boston. Uh, And then once I found out I could compete, I was like, hell yeah, because I thought you could only compete at jiu-jitsu when you're like 
a black belt who's been training for 20 years or like a kid doing it for like recreational sports or something. Then I found out that you can compete at any age, no matter how long you've been training, at any level. So I was super excited about that. And Eric was all telling me like, you have time. Straight up, he told me I have time. And I was like, and then I won gold, my first competition, because I'm spiteful. This is true. Spite can be a very powerful motivator. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess uh, I kind of told my story as to why I started jujitsu on the Off the Mats podcast. Uh, I guess I always like struggle between whether I want to say it in a nutshell or not because it can be a lot. Um, I guess I'll go for a nutshell and then, you know, I'll, I'll elaborate on later podcasts, but, you know, I was working at a bar doing UFC fights, like working the, working the bar at UFC. So peripherally, like I was watching some MMA and I was also listening to Joe Rogan. So like, you know, I hear him talking about jujitsu. So... Joe Rogan, Sam Harris, talking about jiu-jitsu. I was like, man, this is something I need to try. But like everyone that ever mentions they need to try jiu-jitsu, it's just something that they like, they think heard. they've heard of. They like <laughs> Everyone knows they want to like do some jiu-jitsu. No, see, okay, that's, sorry, don't to interrupt, but that's the funny thing I forgot to mention when we were on, on Jake's podcast. I always think it's so funny because everybody always talks about like, when I, we do orientations now and, like, get people into jujitsu for the first time. And whenever you're asking somebody, like, why are you starting? They're always talking about, like, oh, I watch UFC or I listen to Joe Rogan or something, like, a mix of the two. And I've never before, like... Sometimes it's, like, Jocko Willink. Okay, but, like, it's always somebody that's in the jujitsu realm or, like, it has to do with UFC. Um, but I, like, didn't know what jujitsu was when I started. I didn't know... I knew the word UFC or like the terminology, whatever it's called, from like my brother watching it. You know UFC. <laughs> I know I trained UFC. She knew UFC. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. I knew like what it was. I like had heard of it. I knew it was fighting in some capacity, but it, I wouldn't have known the difference between UFC and boxing, if that makes any sense, like MMA and boxing. And the last thing was the only time I had ever heard of Joe Rogan was when somebody sent me the Elon Musk podcast. And that's it. Like, I didn't know who Joe Rogan was. I didn't know he trained jiu-jitsu until a couple months ago, honestly. Like, I didn't know he was he was a black belt. So I don't know my I don't know my stuff. I just kind of came in, like, looking for something to do. <laughs> and then learned it, from, learned it backwards. I feel like a lot of people come in, like, being like, oh, I want to fight because I watch UFC. Or I want to fight because, or I want to train jiu-jitsu because John Danner, or not John Danner. What's Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. So you can't even get those right. Um, but, like, I'm just now learning about these things, which people is always like, that's so weird. I don't know. Yeah, I always <laughs> thought that was incredibly weird. I thought you were just kind of shy. Like, when you just – I think I – maybe you told me your dad told you to do it, but uh, I don't know. Something – when whenever you tell me you didn't know anything, I, I figured you were either being shy or, like, humble – no, I straight up don't know anything. Oh yeah, and the the more and that I still I, like, don't know anything. Like the, I just learned who Ronda Rousey is, and we have a we have a we have a company called Armor Addict, and I just learned who she was. Yeah, that's a problem. That's not good. Yeah, you're not educated in, <laughs> in anything. Well, it's it's kind of awesome though, like because it's not everyone that just like straight up. I don't have the learned bad walks habits. in and thinks they know something or whatever like you just straight up were curious loved it stuck to it and got really fucking good really fast so it's very fun yeah um i was in the middle of telling your story telling my shit about how you saw ufc in your peripheral at the bar oh yeah at the bar kid at the bar and i was listening to fucking rogan and and Sam Harris, I think those those were those two talking about it was like whoa, um, and I was in a situation 
where I felt like I should have stepped up for someone. I should have at least told someone to fuck off, and I didn't. And later I was like, man, I'm such a pussy. Like, I, I was too scared to at least step up and say something. Um, that and I had another friend that, like, I didn't mention this one on the podcast. Uh, I had a, such a different life back then. But I had a friend that was, um, he was mad gay. And his, You mentioned this on the podcast. No. He got beat up by his boyfriend. You Did started I? talking about this. You were like, yeah, he was like super gay Mexican guy? No. Oh, different guy. Different guy. Okay. I'm telling you, different life. All right. Working in Cap Hill, Denver at a bar, you will meet and be friends with a lot more gay people than you ever anticipate. Um, but yeah, so just one of my first initial friends in Denver was a, just a guy that I met at Agave and he just happened to be gay. I didn't, you know, really piece it together. We just would hang out and get really fucking stoned. Um, and he eventually had a boyfriend that fucking beat his ass Damn. one night over just cocaine. Ugh. Totally different story from the other story. But so I like... I forget if he calls me one night or morning or I'm like on his way to his house or some shit and like I'm finding all about this and he's just he's in pain he's like oh. couldn't believe what happened uh, and the guy was like was smaller than him his boyfriend was way smaller than him he was he, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he was a bear but like <laughs> he um, he got beat up by his fairy boyfriend i guess and uh what's wrong with you <laughs> i don't know nothing um regardless that was like i was pretty shook i was like man i don't know what i would have done in that situation because he was describing to me how it happened and i just i was in shock i was like what what would i have done and i don't think i i would have done anything more or better i wouldn't have reacted any other way than how my friend reacted so i was like which was what just cowering and he just kind of like yeah like cowered and kind of let it happen and that's so sad yeah over cocaine yeah and the thing is is that i know my i know my buddy wasn't like crazy about cocaine i think his boyfriend was just having some sort of episode and like for whatever reason demonized his boyfriend at the time that's not cool yeah I don't think they were together for much longer after that, but regardless, I was like, man, I, I should really learn how to defend myself, if not for, like, if a friend turns on me, like, to step step up for someone. Like, what if I was there when that happened? What would I have done? I have no clue. Yeah. Um. So, the event that I talked about initially on the Off the Mats podcast, and this event happened maybe, like, a week or two, be, like, like... They were fairly close to each other, and then maybe within that week or two weeks from there, uh, the first Conor McGregor-Nate Diaz fight were about to happen, or yeah, was about to happen, and I watched it, and it was it was a shocker, right? Nate Diaz lands a combo on McGregor, McGregor shoots. Nate Diaz sprawls, some crazy shit happens, Nate Diaz takes his back, chokes him out, and everyone's freaking out, complete upset, and being the YouTuber that I am, I was like, I need to go see, I need to see this again. So I type in Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, and who else but Henry Gracie pulls up with his Gracie breakdown, explaining how it all happened, and... I was just enthralled by the energy, and I said, I, man, I really, I really got to check this shit out. And then a couple of days later, maybe that same night, I don't know, an Uber driver happens to be a Brazilian black belt, and I'm, we're talking, I don't know how he got me talking about this, because um, I'm generally fairly quiet in Uber rides, but we're talking about it, 
and he tells me you got to do jujitsu. Little do I know this guy's a professional MMA fighter. Um, and yeah, so it was, it was a little bit of like the world was just pointing you to jujitsu. Yeah, it was your sign. Yeah, there was a lot of signs pointing me that way. So it was me thinking like I need to kind of like be a man. Like I need to. N- know what I would do in those situations, know that I, I could step up. And then a huge part of it too is like, just based on like those stories that I'm telling, like I was in a place in my life where I was just hanging out with whoever and just going with the flow and not being like the the leader in my life that I needed to be. Like I, I needed some sort of direction. I didn't have like the best influences around me. Um, you know, it was, it was a party scene. So that definitely wasn't and isn't really who I am, not really what I enjoy that much. Um, at least not on a week weekendly basis. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like to I like to hang out, but not that much, you know. <laughs> What was that that meme you pulled up today? The joy of missing out. Oh, Jomo. You got straight Jomo. <laughs> yeah, I do have Jomo, and I'll post that meme up right here. But Jomo is great. Right there. Yeah. Jomo. Wait, maybe um, it's gonna be bigger. Right there. And <laughs> uh, yeah, started jujitsu shortly after all of that, and here we are. The rest is the rest is history. I guess the other thing we could talk about today is, you know, what's your favorite thing about jiu-jitsu? I really thought you were going to ask my favorite color. <laughs> my favorite thing about jiu-jitsu? Yeah. Oh, I want to say really badly that it's the community and the family and all the cute stuff, which I do love that. It's like a second family. It is. But that's not my favorite thing about it. It's one of my favorite things. It's my favorite thing on the daily, but my favorite thing is competing, for sure. I love it. It's like most people are always, like, complaining because they're all nervous and whatever. But whenever I go, I'm, like, feeling pretty calm. And it makes me, like, I guess it's an adrenaline rush or something. Maybe I'm, like, an adrenaline junkie low-key. But, like, I like the feeling of rolling with somebody especially when i'm pretty small and everybody at our gym's pretty big like it's nice to roll with somebody at full speed that's my size and my skill level um sometimes i you know i compete with people bigger than me or smaller than me and sometimes you know somebody's like way better than me but either way it's always always really fun time so that's probably my favorite and i feel like every time i compete like after every match i feel like i gain so much more the knowledge is just like packed into like five minutes or less. Like sometimes it's a minute. Like I'll just learn something so much. Like I'll learn so much within one minute that it makes my jujitsu like infinitely better by the end of that tournament. At least that's how it feels. That might not be true, but I feel like I come out of it learning a lot more than I went into it with. Does that make sense? For sure. It's like, because I, you know, it usually happens, you know, there's the saying, you win or you learn, but it happens more often, obviously, when I make a mistake, and it doesn't always have to be a losing mistake, but, like, I'll be like, oh, I could have done this differently, and that would have made the match end a lot sooner than having to go the full five minutes, you know, so learning those tiny little things really makes me excited, and just, like, the gen- general rush of it is a good time, and then you make friends after, which is pretty cool, you're, like, trying to break each other's arms and stuff, and then after you're like Instagram Instagram homies right back to the community you know that's <laughs> right back. at the end of the day I do all, love it's it full like, circle <laughs> I've definitely made some of the best friends that I've ever had doing jujitsu because how are you gonna not make friends you're like cuddled up in their sweat trying to break each other's bones choke each other out like you're literally just cuddling them. just yeah it's just cuddling you just snap I don't know but you just like are struggle cuddling and pushing each other to your limits and sweating all over each other like oh my god the time that dude so our professor uh who is a black belt he's been training for what 20 something years 
whatever. It doesn't matter. He, um, he and I were rolling one time, and he sweats because he's he's bald, so he doesn't have anything to, to catch the catch the sweat. <laughs> People with hair don't sweat. No, they do, but it just gets stuck in your hair. He sweats a. L- you're gonna tell me he doesn't sweat more than other people? I don't know. Okay, well he drips sweat more than other people. That might be true. That's all I'm saying. He's dri- he, because he doesn't have the hair to make it stop. So we were rolling. He was on top, and I like I'm looking up, trying to get out of whatever he has me in, and one drop of sweat goes right in the corner of my eye, and I close my eye naturally, and then another drop hits, and there's such big drops of sweat that after the second one hits, I literally feel They're a glops. splash. You hear the noise, and then you get a splash in your face of just dude sweat. Like, how are you not going to get close with somebody when that's happening? Yeah. And people sweat in your mouth. Like, the amount of times Kev has sweat in my mouth. Yeah. Ew. Love you, Kev. <laughs> so my favorite thing about jujitsu <laughs> is definitely... I wasn't asking. Sweating in people's eyeballs. <laughs> that's definitely a key part of it. It is. It's a good tactic. Blind them. What is your favorite part? Um, I would say, like, like, you know, obviously the community (laughs) and building it and all that good stuff. Everybody's going to leave our gym after this. Yeah. They're going to see this and be like, these guys are so fake jerks. Why are they nice to us? They hate us. We don't. No, I I definitely love everyone there. But, like, what definitely makes it such a rewarding job because i'm the manager and a coach there is coaching watching somebody go from like you know a little unsure of themselves or just lacking confidence that is nice to see yeah and then just you know through the process of jujitsu right so like a huge part of it is like, yeah, watching them suck at jujitsu, and then <laughs> six six months later, watching them like destroy somebody that's like new to jujitsu, and they're like, oh my god, like I'm I'm getting kind of good at this, right? And sometimes it takes longer, you know, year f- year and a half. The first two that come to mind are Cheyenne and Jeff. Yeah, because they're both like they're different ends of the spectrum. Like Jeff was like not breathing, right, and then Cheyenne was like very timid about like starting moves and then now she's a boss she's like coaching people through stuff and then jeff is like breathing and annihilating it's pretty cool jeff's choked me out a couple times yeah that darts oh my god i was like (laughs) it's powerful assuming he wasn't gonna get it and the next thing i know he's fucking tapping me out and i was like fuck yeah all right it's pretty cool i was pretty confident i was gonna get out of that but no. I'm not letting you get that next time, buddy. <laughs> uh, so coaching is huge. Like, I love coaching, understanding jujitsu, being able to explain it, uh, or like get insight that you feel like might be unique, and relaying that I think is is a lot of fun. So, yeah, I think those would be my. That's my favorite part of jujitsu. My favorite jujitsu. No, that's Crime Junkies. God, he always messes up my favorite podcast. Shout out to my favorite murder. No, but really. And shout out to Crime Junkies. Would I be here without my favorite murder? No. Probably not. Because my favorite murder, first of all, it's amazing. And it tells you... All of the true crime stories about all of the girls that are my age that look like me getting kidnapped and murdered. So what better way to combat that than with jujitsu, right? Stay sexy and don't get murdered. <laughs> Ta-da! I should put it right here between my hands. Yeah. Stay sexy, don't get murdered. Okay, what's our next topic? So now I want to know what kind of music do you like? Mm. okay why <laughs> i don't know i wanted to say what your i wanted to pop in what your favorite color was oh, okay 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 but i feel you like already, we're... you already guessed it so you or you 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 anticipated it before so i it, feel like it we're wouldn't it have been funny be dating yeah um okay my favorite music no is... i was just fucking <laughs> i do not want to know 
<laughs> I do not want to hear this. You already know. Yeah. Does ever does anyone else want to hear this? No. Nobody cares. Probably not. Nobody cares. No. Honestly, they probably don't care about everything we've already said. Facts. So here's to being more interesting. Yep. Eventually. Fucking cheers. Cheers, kid. Yeah, I think that's a huge part of uh, getting the the podcast. Oh, fuck. You gonna disrespect my cheers like che- that? I'll double cheers so that I drink it for once. <laughs> a huge part of getting this started is just talking. Yeah, being more comfortable talking, being mindful of what you say. Um, <laughs> you know, because sometimes I'll just talk and it will be rambling at one point. So I feel like honing in on being able to just speak more concisely, concisely and all that would be would be good. Yeah. So it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, because all I'm doing right now is picturing that we're talking to off Matt's podcast host, Jake Dante. And because like when we did it with him. He was just on the computer screen, and all the difference is, is that we're on the phone, you know? For sure. The computer's over here, so if I just, like, think that we're talking to somebody on the internet, then it's not as weird. Sure. Well, you know what would be nice, too, is having a uh, shout-out to the mommies out there, <laughs> having a producer back there that, like, you know, fed us um, wonderful videos from the internet. Hey, come on. Um, come on. That would be awesome i don't know if we'll ever get there i doubt we'll ever get there good morning julia but yeah not with that attitude we're not ever gonna get there that's true you gotta you gotta envision we gotta believe we gotta you gotta manifest manifest yeah that's the word it is you just gotta put that good energy visual visualization is very important just put that good energy out there (laughs) and it'll it'll come back it will come back um so yeah, shout out to your mom's house. Yeah. Shout out to all the mommies at the gym. Holy shit. There's a lot. Yeah. What up, Josh? What up, Jake? I know you're not watching this. Fucking Landon. Oh my god, Landon. Landon can we, t- can we have such a separate a mommy. We need a separate segment for Landon. Yes. For Landon. I'm gonna keep making things for you. <laughs> for us to edit uh words into. But Landon is He's the best, right? He's literally a golden retriever. Yes, he's the golden retriever of a human. And he's funny. Yep. And he's good at jiu-jitsu. Yep. He's a good boy. Yep. Thanks, Landon. And also, I he bought da- hoodies. He bought hoodies from us for ho- for Halloween, for Christmas, that he hasn't picked up yet. They're still at the gym. Oh, but shit. he bought hoodies from Armbar Addict. I'm sure he's been in Missouri this whole damn time. You think? Yeah. He was sick. Oh, that. So yeah. he might not be, but... Um, Who knows? Thank you. Thank you for the support, everybody who's been buying stuff. It's real nice. Yep. We sell merch. If you guys are listening who don't know us, uh, Armbar Addict, Rash Guards, T-shirts, hoodies. The link will be in the description below. It will be right there down downstairs. Yep. We might even make a, I don't know, some promo code for it. Oh, yeah. Podcast. Promo code podcast. Yeah, let's pop that in there. 15% off. There you go. Um, <laughs> I got to make that. Don't let me forget. Uh, I'm write that down. Shit, I was going to say something, though. I had something. 15% off? Oh, <laughs> you know who I wouldn't doubt would be a mommy? Might Probably isn't because they're too damn busy um, trying to get their life in order and is a responsible human unlike everyone else at the gym. Matt Garalski. Oh, yeah. No, he's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's that that boy's busy doing work in school. Yeah. And he's focused. Oh, we're gonna have him on. And, yeah. And, and that's perfect segue for. Yeah, we're gonna have Matt Garalski on. I don't know Matt beep on. I don't know if he wants his last name shared. Matt is in school to be a dentist, right? Straight up dentist. I think he's a dental hygienist right now. But he's going to school to be a dentist, a doctor, if you would. I think I believe that's what he's doing. Um, I know right now he works as a dental hygienist for a dental assistant. I'm not sure what the difference is for homeless people, which is pretty cool. Um, Shout out to Matt. He is going to come in and talk about the importance of mouth guards, among, I'm sure, a bunch of other stuff. Um, 
importance of mouth guards in sports in general and specifically in jujitsu because this is a jujitsu based podcast um but yeah he's great he's hilarious oh yeah dad jokes for days yeah he's definitely like the person at the gym who's super funny but like super low-key about it yes like you would he's just quiet and like he's made a few words and then he just like pops in something and you're like (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's so good yeah it's so good but he's also just straight up daddy daddy he's straight up daddy what matt is daddy because remember that time we had the picnic at the park yeah and he was just prepared oh yeah no he no, he had he, like a knife for us yeah he brought his his like camping knife he brought oh my god he brought the christmas trees no they weren't christmas trees the zebra the zebra little debbie zebras yep he brought the good snacks he, he brought the sunscreen snacks sunscreen he made sure everyone had sunscreen jesus what do you want miles what else did he have he was he was ready he was that's fucking daddy right there yeah at least daddy of the episode Makarowski. Makarowski. all right daddy of the day d-o-d d-o-d daddy of the day and uh he also had a fanny pack i believe yes goes out to matt Makarowski. um so we maddie maddie g we might just get his uh his, his picture his picture up there right if up he's here. cool with it <laughs> and then uh that's a good one all right so now we're gonna have mommy of the day who is mommy of the day shout out to you how your mommy <laughs> why i don't know i didn't do anything i think mommy of the day is josh yeah mommy could be anyone <laughs> uh we did shout out josh is might be the best guard passer in our gym blue belt wise yeah I mean, he passes my guard pretty fucking fast it's okay pretty, okay okay. if we're doing annoying. if daddy of the day is gonna be the person who comes in clutch with everything you know making sure everybody's yeah. got their stuff we gotta figure out what constitutes somebody to be the mommy of the day well i that's the thing is i don't think the the daddy has to be ready and clutch and all that so then is matt the mommy of the day no he's the daddy Okay, I'm just checking. I think I think mommy can be any. Mommies are mommies. Okay. You can either be like a your mom's house mommy. You can be like a Brittany or Cheyenne mommy. Like a legit actual you can mommy. Be a legit mommy. A Brandy. Hi mom. You could be yeah. You can be a straight up. Uh, a Hayel. Yeah. <laughs> you could also be uh, you know Amanda Nunes. She's That's... not that anymore. She's no, not. she's not. She got her butt kicked by Juliana Pena. Mm-hmm. See that, guys? I know UFC. Boom. Boom. She's gone so far. She's come Name so far. Name drop. I have come really far. Because yes. I know Amanda Nunes, Juliana Pena. I know Rose Namajunas. I know Zhang Wei Li. And then I know, like, jujitsu girls. But those are other things. And then I know Conor McGregor and T-City. Brian T-City, my boy. Solid. Um... And then who's the other guy? <laughs> the one that you're telling me. <laughs> uh, crap. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. But those are that's about it. That's all I know. Um. Oh, Holly Holm. And Holly Holm is a person. <laughs> and she's a UFC fighter. Yeah. I know. Well. Oh. Oh, your wife. Who is it? <laughs> Valentina Shevchenko. And that's the mommy of the day. Mommy of the day, Valentina Shevchenko. Valentina Shevchenko. Shevchenko. Not your wife, me, but Valentina Shevchenko. <laughs> I think it's important that everyone knows that Valentina Shevchenko is mommy of the day. She is... I tried to make it you first, but you can, just wouldn't take it. Can we just... Can we just, though, that Valentina Shevchenko is the mommy of the day and Matt Karolsky is the daddy of the day? Yes. So that makes them our parents of the day. Yes. Together. Absolutely. I think that's a solid coupling. I, yeah, I really do, too. I ship that. Yeah. Matt, go get her. Yep. <laughs> so that's our ship of the day. Uh, Matt Karolsky, Valentina Shevchenko, I think they would make... They would make a lovely couple wonderfully smart children they would she's very smart okay and okay she gets hit in the face but he crafts the perfect mouth guard for her yes with his dentistry skills yes and fixes her teeth and when fixes they get her teeth when they get messed up knocked out yeah but 
She's so fucking good. She's like she'll never get her teeth knocked in. Doesn't she know like five languages too? Yeah. 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 And Matt's gonna be a doctor. And she'll slip a punch like. God, they should have children. No other. So, Matt, if you're not on it yet, go fucking shout out to Valentina Shevchenko. I <laughs> don't think there's anyone in her DMs being serious, like, spitting game at her. So Yeah. Um, and this is our I unsolicited relationship absolutely. advice. I don't, I don't think that I, – I think the only people hitting her up are for, like, they need a dominatrix. Um, yeah. Matt, maybe she needs somebody to take care of her. Yeah. Yeah. They're either asking for, like, feet pics oh or used God. underwear – and that's that's so gross yeah but you could go in there and and just just be nice to her put it down matt put it down (laughs) you seen that though like on like kendall roosing stuff people always be like oh like send me your feet pics yeah and everyone complains about it but they're missing out on an amazing business opportunity yeah that's true so it's just feet don't complain Send them your 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 feed pics. Make a couple thousand bucks. Mojo and I are gonna send start the, the OnlyFans. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, send them your used rash guards. If anyone wants Eric's oh, feed pics, link below. Shout out to the rear naked chicks. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, there. So on TikTok, there's the rear naked chicks, and they have like they have a pretty good following. And then there's us. There's Armbar Addict. And we're kind of like we kind of started around the same time, but Eric and I are terrible at being consistent. And the rear naked chicks are really good about being consistent. Yeah. And they're funny. So. I mean, now, they're a little funny. Now I think they're funny, and now they have, you know, a good following. But that means that they have creepy guys in their DMs. Asking for sweaty used rash guards and spats. Um, but honestly, we'd sell them. Like, if you want Eric's sweaty spats, I will mail them to you for free. But you have to pay for them. I'll, I'll pay for the shipping. Yeah. 500 bucks? 500 bucks. That's it. That's it. That sweet, sweet swamp ass. Mm. Straight from... From Houston, Texas. <laughs> the swampiest. Yes. But that's us. Uh, very peripherally, very... Um, is that is that all we're going to do? We're only 42 minutes in right now. Shouldn't we make it a full hour? We can make it a full hour. I don't know. What do the people want? Yeah, well... I feel like they probably want us to shut up. They probably do. But let's keep talking. Because we're spiteful. Yes. And we're going to go for the full hour. Cool. What's We got to deal with like one more question here that we both can answer. Do you have anything? So this is the pilot episode. We've explained oh. what we might be getting into. I feel like we should always do a would you rather. Sure. Just for like a little spice at the end. Okay. But not yet. Okay, go. We'd have to think of those beforehand or think I'll, of one I'll on think the spot. Of, yeah, I'll think of one on the spot. Sure. I was inspired today by Andrew Schultz. Yeah? Yeah. Shout out to Andrew Schultz and, and the Flagrant cool. Podcast. One of my favorites. Because it's, would you rather uh, watch your parents have sex or have your parents watch you have sex? Terrible. Terrible. Both ways. But I'll come up with a would you rather by the end, so... Ask your question, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up with a would you rather. Um, Miles is skulking. What? He's a skulker. I ran out of things. What's... what's... All right. If you weren't doing jujitsu as your job, what would you either be studying to do or, like, building a portfolio to do, or what would you be doing? Oh, that's 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 a money question. Yeah, that's tough to answer. Um, exactly. I was kind of in the startup world before jujitsu. I was working on a or in a marketing agency or trying to get that started. Um, so shout out to Vistro. Um, shout out. Yeah, shout out to Vistro. Vistro was pretty lit. The vision. We'll throw them up. Um, I don't know. As as of lately, like I've 
I wish I had more time to work with my hands. And I, I kind of like want to get into fixing cars and flipping cars. So that would be cool. Um, my dad told me to, to find him. He's like, why can't you just find a nice boy from Texas who can work with his hands? And Eric's just been trying to fulfill that legacy since, since the day I told him that. I mean. <laughs> You're good. You can you can nail nail in a hammer or hammer in a nail. Sure, I, but even 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 before I met you, I was trying to I was trying to get down on fixing my car a little more. So yeah, I think cars interested or cars lately have been interesting me. Learning to fix them up. So I would either be somewhere in the world, like doing marketing. I'd be either be doing sales, but I don't know. I did sales for a while as an 18-year-old, and that wasn't, I don't know. I can do it. It's just not, it's draining, you know. If you're not a psychopath, sales is tough. Yeah. Um. What about you? Uh... Well, if I wasn't doing jujitsu, I probably would be doing what I'm doing currently, which is graphic design. And if I wasn't doing that and actually stuck to college, I'd probably be engineering by now. But I dropped out of college. So I'd probably be very unhappy engineering in a cubicle. Right? What did you think? Yeah. If you stuck to college. If I stuck to college, I'd say so. But I don't know. Mine's more boring than yours. I always like wanted to work with my hands too, but in a different way. Like I'm really interested in like carpentry and, and welding stuff like that. Um, I have interest in being like a tattoo artist, <laughs> but I'm not. I don't think I'm ever gonna like pursue that because it requires really good knowledge of drawing, and I'm not a great artist pen and paper wise. So, maybe we'll see if I get bored in something. But that's the problem. I always change my job, like what my what my interests are, like pretty quickly. I think jujitsu is the thing I've stuck with the longest, this consistently. It's pretty crazy. It's only been a year. I know. That's that's the problem. That's pretty insane. But I've trained like every day for a year, basically, except for like, you know, the rest day, per each week, and like holiday, and then COVID. Like, I, we had, what, we closed for, like, a week or something during COVID when I started. Because I started, like, mid-COVID. But other than that, I've trained, like, over 300 days in 365 days. I know that. Anyway. Would you rather question is, would you rather have forks for fingers or balls under your chin? It's kind of a stupid one, but Internet. Forks for fingers, balls for a chin. No, balls underneath your chin. Like hanging. I interpreted it like hanging like a rooster thing. Mm. You got little balls right here. I think forks for fingers. Really? How are you going to train? You don't need fingers to train jiu-jitsu. Yeah, but if you're going to train in the gi. Fuck the gi then. Yeah, but we train in the gi every day. Okay, well, I still don't. I rarely grab gi grips. You taught pocket grip today. Did I ever say pocket grip? You did. Nope. You said grab the pocket grip. Yes, you did, because yeah. Cheyenne looked at me and she goes, what's a pocket grip? Okay. Well, 100%. Really easy, <laughs> really easy to not do. Okay. Anyway, if, just for a purpose of conversation. Plus, I could eat rice, like, hella fast. <laughs> if, just for purpose of conversation, if you had balls underneath your chin... Would it have the same pain as you guys have in your balls currently? I think so. So, like, if you got rear naked choked, like, you'd just get excruciating ball pain? I think that is the gist. So then definitely forks for fingers. Probably. That's not even a would you rather. No. I think the initial one you mentioned is worth answering. No. Would you, would you rather <laughs> watch just- your parents have sex... But now we're copying the, Sh- the Schultz podcast. Okay, that's fine. All right, all right. Watch your parents have sex or have your parents watch you have sex. 
I am mortified thinking about it. So? That what makes would you, it an excellent What question. would you pick? I think I'd rather have my parents watch me. Oh, God. Okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> if I had to pick, I would say, oh, my God, I can't even deal with this. Are you under the cover? Are they under the cover, or are you just watching They're them? They're watching you. Like, this is a, it's a, like, straight up, there's a pornography film. No. Like, there was a cameraman that, like, got under and, like, is showing everything. Like, angles. Both of them? Lighting. Have to watch? There's camera. If yeah. it was just my mom, I'd be like, I. Really? Well, no, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> No, I would not be like I. But like comparatively, <laughs> sure. I my, I don't even want my dad to see you kiss me. Sure. Or hold hands. Okay. So no. So you're watching your parents fuck. I guess so. Yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. No. <laughs> That's great. I'm terrified right now. You wouldn't rather watch your parents have sex than them watch you. No, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that either. Ew. This but is terrible. But we have to. This is the no. the question. No. It's bad. Like, I, I, I already upset my mom enough, so. Yeah, that's true. And my dad's a. Your dad would think it's funny. He's just a dad, so he's yeah. just going to be like, that's my son. Yeah. yeah. That's my son. My dad's going to, like... He'll be proud of me. My dad's going to, like, cock his gun at you right now. He'll dab me up afterward. My dad? Mm, maybe not your dad. Your dad. My dad. My dad would, like, take his rifle out and, like, <laughs> at you. Just for the topic of this conversation. And my mom would be like, you guys are gross. However, she says it. Ew! <laughs> She's not... I'm not even why I'm, like, portraying a valley girl right now. Yeah, I don't know. Boston. She'd be like, that's nasty. She'd be mad. Or would your mom think we're boring? She might think we're boring. Yeah. But because I'm her daughter, she would be like, be a lady. <laughs> she would tell me I'd be a lady, and she would also wish we were funnier. Because she likes, like, raunchy, the raunchy, the raunchy things. Mm. You know, like, her and my dad definitely, like, listen to Bill Burr. And Bill Burr's not that raunchy, though. Yeah, but he's funny, at least. And he's like, he call, he's like, he has no filter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really hope my mom doesn't watch this. She's going to. She's got COVID right now. What else is she going to do? Actually, she's probably working. Yeah. Because she's stubborn. Picked an excellent time to start this up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to block her. I'm just kidding. Um, we're going to Copper Mountain at the end of January with my family. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you excited? I'm beyond excited for that. I think we're, we got a good plan set in place. We're going to smoke some pork shoulder, right? And make pulled pork sandwiches. And then we're also going to smoke a brisket and make brisket sandwiches, probably. And we're going with my mom, my dad, my dad's sister, my aunt. And my little cousin, or little cousins. I don't know if both of them are coming. But we're going to get some, get down on some snowboarding. Hang out with the fam. Uh, we can cut this out. I'm, no. just, I'm just striking up conversation. For sure. No, I, I just remembered in the middle of all that. Um, one of the things that we might keep everyone updated on is our attempt at the TB12 diet. Oh, my God. So. Yeah. Uh, also, our journey to 10,000 reps. It's also not going to be an attempt at the TB12 diet. I literally have to lose, like, six pounds by April. Okay, so not an attempt, but the journey, right? There's, like. We're doing it. There's, you know, we're, we're getting Allie ready for pants. I might sign up. I don't know. I might be a pussy. We'll see. Um, however. What happens when you take the 10,000 reps? Um, is it a story? Is it an adage? Yeah. Is it a maxim? Um, How good we going to get? Yeah. What does it look like to do 10,000 reps? We'll let you know. 
we'll probably like make a video of us doing like a standard like i think we're going to start with forms of coast guard armbar to begin because that's like something we both really enjoy and something that's really successful for us in competition so we're going to start with that and like f different forms of the coast guard armbar so i think what we'll do what would be a good idea is take a video of us doing it now and then take a video of us doing it like midway through and then a video of us at the end so you can kind of see the progression and like tightness technique and all those things i don't know if that's effective but yeah why not something something for um, the jujitsu nerds a time lapse of ten thousand reps jesus christ yeah that would be a lot yes uh but yeah ten thousand reps what does it look like to actually do that uh what's it gonna be like we will keep you updated on that the tb12 diet uh, we still have to do some research on it. We yeah. don't know but, it that well, but we have an idea. Yeah. For the most part, it's like, you know, high, we want to be high protein, but like lean, lean protein. So uh, chicken, fish, uh, brisket is actually a very lean protein. Uh, and the idea is that you want to have on your plate 80% vegetables, 20% protein, and ideally nothing else. So it's going to be very low grain. And if it is grain, it's going to be whole grains like brown rice, uh, different nuts and all that good stuff. Eric hates brown rice, so we're gonna have a hard time getting the getting the little blue thing over there. I just do veggies and meat. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, brown rice is kind of gross, yeah. but a lot of like chickpeas, lentils, quinoa, vegetables, and lean proteins. Um, and then I think he said the key is uh, hydration. So what it is is you half your body weight and then drink that much in ounces. So for me, I'm like 130, half of that, 65. And then that means I have to drink 65 ounces of water per day. Um, and then if you drink, you know, one alcoholic beverage, you have to also match that with water, right? I think like twice as much or some shit. Whatever. So diluting it, making sure that you're staying hydrated rather than drinking too much diuretics, too many diuretics. Um, that's it, right? Oh, no yeah, pizza. Not, not a lot of caffeine. Well, No, no pizza. sugar. No, no sugar. Oh, yeah. that's the other thing. The pizza. So the big thing with pizza is that it has tomatoes. Tomatoes, mushrooms, eggplants are considered nightshades. And all that bread. Yeah. But, I think the bread is what counts yeah. it out immediately. But just like the vegetable portion. The nightshades, this is what I found was weird, are not allowed because they're inf they cause inflammation. So it's an anti-inflammatory based diet. That's why he's like doesn't have chubby cheeks and why he's like shredded. Yeah. Well, and his like his workouts are completely different. He like doesn't lift weights. Yeah, he's like he like all does like stuff. bands. He's smart. Yeah, so maybe we should not lift weights. Mm, I like lifting weights. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I don't care what we do. It's so we, fun. Just as long as we work out. I just like squatting. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah. So ten thousand reps, TB12 diet, pants camp. What does it look like to put together an actual camp for a competition? What's it like to win gold? Yeah. I don't know. She'll let you know. I'll let we'll, you know. We'll get into that. Go. You know, we didn't even get into that today. Um, What's it like? Yeah. It's the same as losing, except for you feel happier. Damn. Like, there's no, there's no like, euphoric, like... Uh, what's it called, like epiphany going on. You're not like, oh, I won, you know? It's like you go roll and you're on the mat. It's literally just another another day rolling. You're on the mat, you're rolling with people, you're having a good time, and you either win or you don't. I don't think it's anything like, it's good, like I'd rather win than lose because that means that I'm winning, which is cool. Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't, I don't know. I've been upset losing, but the times that I've lost where I've been upset, lost, lost. The times where I've lost that I've been upset have been, like, big matches. Yeah. And, like, frustrating matches. Yeah. And I think if I... Because I've also lost and had matches that were, like, really fun and, like, neck and neck the whole time. And then I lose by a point. Like, I'm not going to get mad about that. That's fun. I still learned a bunch. Like, sure, I would have rather won, but it's not much different to win. I don't know. Is that stupid? No, honestly, that's probably the right mentality. That might be why I never win. Because <laughs> I'm so in my head about not wanting to lose and but like, if I win and whatever. The, the whole purpose of jiu-jitsu is to get ground, ground into the ground. 
Like you say every single day orientation, you have to tap 10,000 times in order to become a good a good jujitsu black belt. Probably more than 10,000 times, right? So you're failing, 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 failing. And that's how you learn. You, you teach it every day. Sure. You know that's how it works. But at a tournament? So what? You're going against somebody. You don't know how long they've been training. You don't know what else they do. You don't know how their cardio. You don't know anything. Right. You're going against somebody. You're starting fresh, getting on the mat, having a fun roll. So what? Yeah, I guess. And obviously, like, I'm not saying it's not frustrating to lose sometimes. Yeah. It is. Because sometimes you are just right there. Like, you're just about to win. And then you don't. But that's part of the game. It's okay. Yeah. I definitely have my, like, not maybe not my worst, definitely not my worst loss behind me. But I have a pretty big loss behind me from that from that pro fight. <laughs> sure. That one, that one sucked. Yeah. Because it was in front of people, in a cage. I hurt my arm for, like, weeks. Mm-hmm. And it was scary. Well, so then, like, if you say so what right you lose whatever would you then agree that competition has nothing to do with belts no no because you can lose a competition and not get wrecked so if i went in and competed and got my got absolutely wrecked i would be like that sucks i don't deserve this belt yeah, that's kind of how I felt after losing World's first round, losing my pro fight in, two, what, less than two minutes? I think it was a little over a minute I lost to an arm bar. Sure. <laughs> so That's a pro fight. It doesn't, I know, but it doesn't matter. Like, we, she had more experience than me. She was a lot heavier than me. It doesn't matter. We both agreed to do that match, to get on that stage together and fight. Mm-hmm. That sucked, and I felt like I didn't deserve my belt. Okay. And the Worlds before that, I felt like I didn't deserve my belt because I got annihilated. But if you're competing and you're lasting the whole, like even at Worlds actually, I was like, wow, I did pretty good. I've only had my blue belt for a year, for a month rather. I went against, no, two months? Two months at the time. Went against the world champion in my first round and went the full six minutes with her without her submitting me. Mm. That felt good. Still lost, but it felt good. Yes. That next one, the pro fight, she absolutely wrecked me. Mm. That felt like crap. Okay. But so then in that case... You didn't experience the pro fight until after Worlds. Mm -hmm. So clearly you deserve to be a blue belt. No, because I was like, maybe that was just a fluke. That you lasted with the world champion for six minutes? Yeah, she could have just... That's not a fluke. She could have just sucked that day. I don't know. It doesn't... She won gold that day. It doesn't matter. Maybe maybe that match she was just getting... It was her first match. She was just getting into it. She was just warming up with me. She was playing with her food. Okay, but I watched everyone else in that division, and you... Could like if there was the other people that I saw, if I want to get you would have won. You would have won at least a match or two within the world's bracket. Sure, but how was I supposed to believe that without it actually happening? Okay, sure. So getting wrecked. However, <laughs> that was a whole month before you went to a pro fight. Yeah. And then you feel like you don't either don't deserve a blue belt because you lost to somebody that's been training for fucking ever. Yeah, but she ruined me. Okay, but like I looked like an idiot. I threw up. I went to go to a close guard arm bar, which is good. But she said no, and then yeah. took it from me. All right, so which was I th- awesome. I think this is a a great way to like get our next podcast going because <laughs> this is clearly a good subject that should be discussed um, openly. It's a cliffhanger. <laughs> it's not a cliffhanger. Yeah, it is. Nobody's gotten to this point. Nobody's gonna be watching this. Long. Well, hopefully, we're an hour and five minutes in. If you've listened this long. Thank you. Kudos. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Because you got past, would you rather watch your parents have sex or have your parents watch you? Disgusting. So shout out to you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, shout out to JJ McCullough with your bouncy ass. <laughs> oh my God, um, we got to get yoga balls. Medi- yeah, yeah. We oh. might do a podcast on yoga balls here soon, see what that looks like. Um it's been a blast oh uh follow download like subscribe rate ratings matter a lot yeah comment let us know uh if there's anything you'd like to hear about uh my two cents on her two cents on like anything yeah we would love to 
to get in there and give some unsolicited advice or or solicited. even better solicited advice boom if you so. ask us oh yeah you can uh comment below if you have any any questions about jujitsu relationships relationships within jujitsu uh starting a brand starting podcast we don't know anything about starting a podcast yet but here we are uh oh uh, well I, I did produce the dark horse podcast so shout out to the dark horse podcast dark horse um we are brought to you by armbar addict obviously mm-hmm. uh brought to you by us so check us out sponsor us and we love you uh shout out to all the addicts i like you guys but we'll get there yeah shout out to all the addicts <laughs> we appreciate it um we'll, we'll figure out an intro soon as well so and an outro hopefully Goodbye.